0: Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. This week, we have National Tell-A-Fairy-Tale Day. Uh, Actually, I don't know if it's National. It's just Tell-A-Fairy-Tale Day. It's not an official holiday. But it's a lot of fun, and I love fairy tales, so that's what we're talking about. Uh, Yesterday, we looked at some amazing games, both based on fairy tales and based on just original ideas that would make wonderful fairy tales. And today, I want to talk about... Walt Disney and their history with fairy tales. Now, I'm just going to be looking at feature films. We're not going to look at silly symphonies and laughograms and things like that. Um, although there are some good ones there, you know, uh, the Brave Little Tailor with Mickey Mouse and uh, the Little Match Girl that was on Little Mermaid DVD. There's been some really good ones. I want to talk about the Disney films that are based on fairy tales, and there's there's a few you know starting out The Gate you had Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs that was Disney's first full length film and it was a hit I mean everybody loved it he got an Oscar with Seven Little Ones for his work and it did you know it set the standard for so many things Uh, I mean AFI put it as the number one animated film of all time and you know probably rightfully so because this film, you know, came out back in 1937. Think about that. That was almost 100 years ago. It, it stayed fairly faithful to the original Snow White. I mean, there are um, a few differences and stuff. Uh, with, like, the evil queen and how Snow White's mother died. Um, there was also a king there, there's uh, a bunch of uh, different things. But it's, I don't know, it's still a creepy movie. Like, this dude makes out with a dead girl surrounded by a bunch of dwarves. But, you know, it really set the stage. And that was by the Brothers Grimm, who Disney would revisit later on. But in 1940, we had Pinocchio. Um, Pinocchio... It's an interesting film to me because it I mean it's a good movie, it's an okay movie, but I feel like it just gets a little weird and part of that weirdness is because of the the source material for it. I mean the original Pinocchio story was I it's hard to describe. I mean it's just guano crazy because All these misadventures Pinocchio gets into and everything. I mean, when it came out, it was a a bomb. Like, it didn't do well. And it was a relatively new story. You know, this is something I didn't know. But Pinocchio was first published in 1883. So, it's not that old of a story. But trying to get everything... I mean, because it was, you know, from a puppet becoming real to him trying to kill Jiminy Cricket, to the Puppet Master, to the Fox and the Cat, to the Blue Fairy, to the Bandits, uh, the, the Giant Snake, the Gorilla Judge. Yeah, you didn't know about the Gorilla Judge, did you? Uh, the Green Fisherman. You know, Pinocchio becomes a donkey. There's all these random adventures that go on. They try to fit into one film, and it just... I, I, as much as I love Pinocchio, it's probably in the Bottom quarter of Disney movies for me, and it'd be ten years before they went back to the fairy tale well, and that would be in 1950 with Cinderella. And Cinderella was a big success. It was kind of a return to form because you know you had Pinocchio and Fantasia and Bambi and stuff that didn't do well at the box office, but then Cinderella comes out and. I mean, the budget was $2.9 million on it. And right now, it's sitting at $264 million. So, you know, took a lot of liberties. Again, um, The most of these original stories, and I kind of mentioned this yesterday, a lot of these original stories are super violent and murder everywhere. People are getting killed. But, hey, you know, it's okay. we are just put some singing, talking rats in it, and everybody will love it. The next year... He would release Alice in Wonderland. Uh, I'd probably put that in my top half-ish of Disney movies. Uh, It's one... It's made of a lot of great moments, which I feel the the book is kind of the same. It's a lot like Pinocchio in the sense that there's all these crazy adventures that Lewis Carroll had. And, you know, it was a combination of both Alice's adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. So they are trying to get a two-for-one there. But... The Cheshire Cat, The the White Rabbit, The Mad Hatter, all of these. It would do well enough that it's one of the first ones of the live-action remakes, which we don't speak a whole lot about those. Uh, A few years later, you had Peter Pan in 1953. Peter Pan is one of those movies that... I mean, it's short. Super, super short. It's only 77 minutes long. And I'm okay with that. Like, I enjoy it. You know, you put it on, you get the good songs, um, a quick story... I I really enjoyed, you know, out of these that we've talked about so far, um, it's it's my favorite. And then we jump forward a few years to Sleeping Beauty, and this was the last fairy tale movie that Walt Disney did before his death, and it was one of the only films that they did in the seventy millimeter widescreen. The other one was Black Cauldron, and well, we saw how well that did, but this film, the way it was painted in. The backgrounds were painted and animated over the paintings and stuff. That's why it has such that stunning, surreal look to it. That really, to me, helps convey the the sleeping part of it. You know, the dream state of being Sleeping Beauty. And 30 years would go by. And in 1989, we'd come back with The Little Mermaid from Hans Christian Andersen. And this is what started the Disney renaissance, really. You... Had this movie come out and everybody loved it. The songs were great. I mean, I still sing the songs. I was like six years old when this movie came out. It's 30 years ago and I I still know all the words, you know, Dingle Hopper and everything. And oh, it's so good. Um, this next one, it's technically on the list. I go back and forth on it, but it's DuckTales the Movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp, because it is from Aladdin and the Arabian Nights. And. It was a movie tune, not a Disney feature film, but it's a really fun movie. If you like Ducktales, which back then, you know, nineteen ninety, yeah, I love Ducktales. So getting to see them on the big screen, it was it was great. Uh, then ninety one, you had Beauty and the Beast, Tell Us All Time, and Beauty and the Beast changed cinema because it was the first animated feature to be nominated for the Best Picture Oscar, and really that is what made them say, okay, well, we need to do a Best Animated Film Oscar. And it was, uh, yeah, I joke about, you know, tell his oldest time and stuff, but it's a whole lot of fun. You know, we leave out all of Belle's sisters and how Beast and her dad, Belle's dad, who was only called Beauty in the original one, Uh, Beauty's dad was a merchant, and actually, you know, he and Beast were pretty good friends till he picked a rose, and Beast was like, hey, either you die, or you send one of your daughters to die. So, again, real dark. Uh, Then we got the proper Aladdin treatment in 92 with Aladdin. And uh, that's another one of my favorite. I mean, Peter Pan's up there, and Aladdin's up there. Just really wonderful, wonderful story. Robin Williams and the songs, and uh, I haven't seen the live action. I'm hesitant because I do love this one so much. A few years later, we got Mulan, which is again another one that got a live treatment. I don't know if you're seeing a pattern here, but you know, a lot of these movies have gotten the live action treatment because fairy tales are so timeless. You know that that's why uh, Mulan. It was actually Disney's first venture into like multicultural stuff. So again, really important. A lot of these movies are pretty important. Uh, Emperor's New Groove is maybe the best Disney movie ever. And I watched a, a fun documentary. There's one floating around about... or not a documentary. It's a story about the documentary that we'll never see. Uh, sometimes it pops up on YouTube. The documentary does. But how this movie was just insane. Like how they made it and everything. It's just a whole lot of fun. Uh, I posted it on my personal Facebook. If I can find it, I'll, I'll share it on the Night Nerd Facebook. But it's goofy and silly and wonderful. About ten years later, we got The Princess and the Frog, which was the first going back to traditional animation, and it, which I appreciate and I loved. you know. And it's kind of a mix of The Frog Prince from The Brothers Grimm and The Frog Princess from Edie Baker. Uh, the songs are fun. That New Orleans setting is a lot of fun. There's just so much going on in this film that I... I Everybody should see it and watch it, and I promise, I mean, almost promise that you'll love it. Then you had Tangled, which was based on Rapunzel, and this one was, Tangled was good, but they were trying to make a push to sell more toys to boys in this, so that's why it wasn't called Rapunzel, and that's why they introduced Flynn, Zachary Levi, um, who does an awesome job. And I think this is one that now people can kinda of look back and especially with the animated series that it got, you can look back and see like the charm in it and what they the real story there. You know, I think it's one of those kind of like Spider Man three where the studio, the big wigs who aren't in the pit doing everything, try to make something and if you can see past that, you can see where the creators' hearts and minds were. And it did. It did really well. The last films I want to talk about today are Frozen and Frozen 2. These are very, 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 very loosely based on The Snow Queen by Hans Christian Andersen. That's why you have, like, Hans uh, in the movie. You have... There, there's a fun little... Not a not a rhyming scheme. But you have Hans, Kristoff, and Olaf... Um, And if you kind of rearrange them, you almost get Hans Christian Andersen. But this movie is the highest grossing animated film of all time. It won the best animated feature, like so many things, and people just can't let it go. And on that bad note, we're going to end the show for today. Let me know what's your favorite Disney movie based on a fairy tale. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Even Patreon. Just look for the Night Nerd. Follow me on Twitch at Night Nerd Podcast. Otherwise, if you want to talk to me, you know, an email, you can hit me up, NightNerd at TheNightNerd.com. But that does it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Today was a fairy tale, you were the prince I used to be a damsel in distress You took me by the hand